Alright, and welcome back to It's Not A Sport After Dark. In this episode, I want to talk about Overwatch. So, Overwatch 2 just came out uh, a couple days ago, and I want to talk about my quick thoughts on the game, how I felt about playing it, and kind of my history with the Overwatch 1 as well. So, with Overwatch 1, I wasn't really initially on that hype train, but I did actually grind the game for a fair amount uh, back in its heyday. And Overwatch 2 kind of fixes one of my biggest problems with Overwatch 1 and why I didn't find it fun. But I think it also removes a lot of the what made Overwatch special in its process. So it's still the same game. It's still the same like Overwatch. If you liked Overwatch 1, you'll probably like Overwatch 2. If you continue to play Overwatch 1, you'll definitely continue to play Overwatch 2. And in the community, you know, there's been a lot of controversy with this game, with the two title, and I think it's rightfully so. Uh, in terms of PvP, what they've, the big changes is just like they removed a lot of shields and CC. So you no longer have the shield meta that uh, was before with Overwatch 1, which was my biggest problem with the game. Sometimes it just felt like you were just shooting at this dude's shield forever so a lot of shield characters like uh well i'm forgetting them at the moment but a lot of shield characters in the game specifically tanks really got reworked out of their kind of shield niche where everyone had a shield into now this more focus of blocking projectiles so a lot of characters got changed like that to remove shields which i think is a good change on the other hand, a lot of CC got removed as well, which I think kind of has a both a positive and a negative. So in my case, like I really was a big McCree player and I really like McCree. And it was really rewarding to get a, a flashbang off, which was pretty, you know, it was risky because you have to get in close and then you've got to right click to fan the hammer. And now that McCree doesn't have that CC since they removed a lot of CC, it kind of feels like something's missing within his kit. You never fan the hammer with McCree anymore. It's just too risky. You just get popped. You die super fast if you try and do that. So things like that have kind of been the positive and the negative of the game overall with PVP, but it's still the same Overwatch, just without shields and less CC. Uh, some positives that I think with the game is like the UI. I do like the healer UI, being able to see who you're healing and who's healing you, uh, how much healing they're doing, as well as like this new scoreboard, seeing the stats, being able to see that, you know, even though I may not be getting a lot of kills, pumping those damage numbers is very satisfying to me. Just seeing that I am still helping and contributing to the team in a different way and in what way I'm doing. Maybe I'm better than my uh, co-part DPS and I'm putting more DPS or more heals than my other uh, teammate. So seeing the actual UI stats is really, really helpful in the game. And I think it's a positive change that they've made to PvP as well. I still have issues with some of the character design though. Uh, Moira, I still think is really OP. In certain cases, I found her to be both out DPS and out healing a lot of her teammates in some cases. And as well as I think her dash is on a super low cooldown. It feels like a lot of the healers aren't very that useful other than like Mercy, I think is also still super, super strong in a lot of cases. And those two healers are probably your go-to. 
the new healer, the new character that came out that had controversy of her not being uh, super technology focused, like a lot of the Overwatch cast has been in the past and more like magical. I, I, I do get that and feel that controversy. She's okay, um, but it feels like to compare to those other two healers, they're just in a world of their own. Uh, tanks are probably the most fairest class I would feel like I've had fun playing, where I never felt like one tank was better than the other. And a lot of them have uh, are better in certain situations than the others. And then DPS is like hit or miss right now. I think Soldier's really strong. Uh, I think the other Soldier clone, I don't know her name. She's the new one who has like the railgun. I think she's pretty strong as well. Uh, and it took me a minute to readjust to aiming in the game. And then I found out through subreddit that... Uh, the aiming because of certain settings is very different to Overwatch 1 and it was very like f floaty that is a good term for aiming and once I turned off those settings it, it got much much easier to land my shots than before maybe it's a mental thing who knows but that definitely helped out as well uh last thing that I'm kind of like not too happy about with Overwatch with quick shots is just the removal of content they removed a lot of content it felt like the OG Overwatch had. Like, I'll, I'll never be able to play DPS Doomfist again. And D DPS Doomfist was just something so special. Like, if, you know, a lot of people fall in love with Blizzard for different reasons, that right there would have been my love child. Being able to just, you know, I still remember the phrase, rising up a cut. Hearing that, going in, uppercutting somebody, he was truly... A case of putting a fighting game character in a certain video game yes I know he was super controversial super overpowered at times but he was so much fun to play and not being able to experience that with this new Doomfist is is something else this new Doomfist he's a tank you know he doesn't doesn't feel like he does a lot of damage you can't knock somebody up and isolate them like you did before it's it, and I feel like he doesn't really work as a tank because a lot of tanks feel like they just want to hold the line because healers can't, you know, follow you around. Unless you're Mercy, it's very difficult for a healer to follow you around. So a lot of tanks in the cast want to just, you know, hold one line. But Doomfist wants to, you know, go forward. He wants to get in there. He wants to do everything. And tanks don't really want to do that. You know, they're supposed to hold the line. They're tanks. And Doomfist, it just doesn't feel that way. So losing DPS Doomfist is really, really massive losing loot boxes like i don't really know how you get skins now there's a whole bunch of skins in the game from past events and past uh you know uh, just in loot boxes in general that you just can't get anymore you can't get those skins you can still buy them with you know real money or when the seasonal event comes back but you can't you know just maybe if you had a whole bunch of uh earning loot boxes like felt good Earning battle pass, you know, rewards, especially if you look at the battle pass, does not feel good. Which kind of leads this into, like, the, the biggest problem with this game and why it kind of feels like a scam overall and not a 2, is its monetization. In Overwatch 1, it was, yes, the monetization wasn't good, but you paid $60 for a product. And then you get to open, play the game and you get rewarded with loot boxes. And gambling loot boxes are fun, you know? They can be, they can be very negative, but they can also be fun. And just earning those loot boxes, opening them and getting rewards 
was rewarding. And now we have this model where you unlock a battle pass. All the characters that you want to play, all new characters are locked behind that battle pass, which is a huge, huge negative for the game competitively. I, listen, I don't like unlocking characters in League. It's one of the saving graces that my account is so old and has just a thousand uh, IP or LP on it. So I can just instant unlock characters. Then I have to grind that to unlock new characters. It puts you in such a negative position compared to other players. It's ridiculous. Even in Valorant, grinding characters takes way too long. And now they add that to Overwatch. And that was one of the saving graces is that you could a character. You didn't have to worry about that. It was all about cosmetics and earning those cool golden guns. It wasn't about, you know, getting that competitive edge to unlock a character that, that you don't have locked behind a battle pass, which is like it's in level 40 something, which it takes forever. The rewards in the battle pass aren't worth it at all. And it's a $10 battle pass that to me, you have to be able to have some sort of get some sort of monetary value back in your battle pass. This is why I think Fortnite battle pass is the only one that's truly worth buying is because once you buy it, it gives you V bucks. The rewards are good. You get more V-Bucks, so that saves up to the next battle pass or whatever skin you want. And it just it, it it it's a good incentive to actually finishing out. I don't care about, you know, a new emoji or spray or anything like that, but I do care about some of the skins. And if I get some of the skins and I get V-Bucks uh, or, or the current the premium currency along the way, it gives me more incentive to buy the next one. This doesn't have that, and a lot of their monetization is around you know this premium uh, overwatch points or whatever they call it i just got bored I, I just went through it just to see and you have legacy points and then you have the premium currency overwatch points and then you have like competitive points and it just kind of gets ridiculous and it starts feeling like a mobile game where now i think you know if i was blizzard i would you probably make less money on overwatch 2 than you did on overwatch 1 I'm not buying that. It just doesn't seem worth it, especially like how these battle passes have been going. Uh, so it just feels like kind of like because you get that shoved in your face with a lot of lost content, it feels like a scam. That pretty much concludes my thoughts of Overwatch 2. Like if you want to play it, play it. It's still Overwatch. Um, I'm not going to play it. I played it for like three days and that's what I thought I was going to do. And that's what I did. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you enjoyed the thoughts of Overwatch. If you agree or have any disagreements, uh, make sure to leave a comment. I really like to read those uh, and start a conversation about that. If you want to listen to past shows or past podcasts, you can find those on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also check out our video game breakdown where I break down game mechanics of certain fighting games and stuff like that as well. Follow us, like, subscribe. really helps me out. Anyway... This has been your host, Salty Waffles, signing off, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful climb.